And welcome to the Counterattack Podcast special edition today. We're, talk- we're going to talk about hashtag activism and how you can change the world <laughs> through a simple hashtag. I kid. Thank God I Cancel kid. Counterattack. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyways, some Champions League footy happened this week, along with a friendly that uh, many eyes were glued to, and I think we're going to start off with that. USA-Mexico played to a 2-2 draw. Now, um, am I wrong in thinking, someone intimated today that the 11 p.m. kickoff... Bit wild, bit yeah. wild. Was that for ESPN? Because I don't think so. I think it's because of where it was where it was taking place in Arizona, yeah. the time difference, 8 o'clock there. PM. I guess given the makes West sense. Coast a bit of love. Prime Tur- time. And the turnout was very good as well. Yeah. Um, it was late, though, and uh, many people missed the game. In case you did... Uh, it was great! It was very it good. It was really good. The U.S. jumped out to a 2-0 lead. Michael Bradley, the jack-of-all-trades, did it all. Scored yeah. once, set up Chris Wondolowski's goal. But the United States kind of faltered on the back line in the second half and uh, ended up drawing 2-2, which is... Uh, a bit of a negative result, considering how well they played in the first half to kind of succumb to uh, to Mexico's pressure. Rich, you uh, you wrote about the game. You wrote it very well. You can check it out at thescore.com. What did you think? Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, not too much to add. My one reservation was maybe about uh, controlling the second half. Obviously, when you're trying to get you know Julian Green out there to, to have his debut, and then Julian Green, yeah, Claxon, Claxon, and all that, and then uh, you know a few a bit of unexperienced players in the back line there. Omar uh, Gonzalez did he not had a bad uh, night. Did not cover himself in glory. He had he? a bad night, and I've I've seen the U.S. before, and they've gotten themselves in these situations. Uh, particularly away from home, a little weird to see it at home, um, but definitely qualifying. There were one or two moments when U.S. hasn't always been great about clearing their lines. Uh, I don't know how much more Klinsman <laughs> uh, can possibly work on this. Uh, set pieces were definitely bad for the U.S., and that's a situation where in World Cups, obviously, can make all the difference. Cliche, uh, but it's definitely true. And um, yeah, no, I think, uh, but I think there's positives enough to take out of the first half. The, str- the strength of the U.S. midfield was was really really good. For Mexico, I don't know. Um, they definitely the fact that the sort of three five two came into effect in the second half for Herrera is a good sign because uh, he's trying to sort of force his MX Liga America model uh, onto the team. Uh, so, but he didn't have his. I, I would say he probably didn't have his I- ideal picks there, particularly in defense and defensive no. midfielder. So, I think it was interesting that the uh, the MLS players compared to how the US did against the Ukraine, there was a lot more cohesion. They linked up much better on the attack, yeah, especially really like, well. It it's like hard they... to tell if one of those flukes or whatever, but. Yeah, Bradley was amazing up at front. We were talking earlier that uh, despite the fact he was at the tip of the ostensible diamond, he was almost like in, uh, I saw he was like in Yaya Toure, uh, mm-hmm. Toure territory because he was just tracking back so so well. It's a little jarring to see how fast he moves in between the boxes as well. It's, yeah, uh, it's and fantastic. really good on the counterattack yeah. as well, um, as were his uh, supporting teammates. Uh, so it was good. All right, let's, uh, let's switch gears a bit, go into the Champions League. We'll run through the games for you. Bayern Munich won, Manchester United won at Old Trafford. Oh my God, Manchester United's going to beat Bayern Munich. Aren't they? <laughs> it's going to happen. It's a pretty amazing result. Uh, you know, whatever. The, the uh, alliance will be a different uh, matter. Very but true, but it, I, is it safe to say Bayern's a little shook? They they banned the Daily Mirror and the Sun from attending the game, getting credentials for the it's game? It's very stupid. It's very stupid. And this vindictive press conference with Jamie Jackson, I don't know if that was to... Uh, as a Guardian reporter, who, who I mean, as much as people were like, "Ah, oh, stupid media," he actually asked a fairly. Yeah, I thought it was question. a very fair question yeah, as well. You know, right? And it's the, it's like to- totally expected from from you know it's not not just the English press anyway to sort of single him out and to do this little travel spickle routine <laughs> like you talking to me like it was just a bit. Uh, this is a bit weird um, for uh, for the neutral. I think this is what we wanted to see though. We want to see Bayern run up a little against adversity. They've strolled to the league campaign. 
They've they blitzed everyone thus far. They had a pro- bit, bit of a problem with City, bit of a problem with Arsenal, not so much. But United actually came out. Kagawa being introduced in the second half really opened things up. Fellaini remains terrible. Yeah, I, what's I going on? That's that's not getting us anywhere. The the hair to nowhere. The most expensive man on that pitch aside from Javi Martinez, and he was a non-factor. That being said, without Van, uh, Robin Van Persie, acquitted themselves very well. And you know what, Rain Rooney, you can say what you want about that that dive, quote unquote, that drew uh, a yellow, a second yellow for Schweinsteiger, and he won't be able to play. I think that was a foul. I think it was yeah. a rash challenge. Maybe he embellished it a bit, but... Hey, you play, you play with fire, you're going to get burned. Right. Uh, yeah, Danny Welbeck, too. I don't know if we mentioned him. He was pretty bright. He was. Started and, that match and as well. I don't understand why people are surprised that United were, were thriving on the counterattack. That's what they had to do. They were not going to touch... They're not... Controlling the ball was never in the game plan. But I, I was genuinely surprised. We don't have to touch on this too much longer, but, um, you know, United's strength... Last season was always the counter. That's always... I mean, people say, well, Man United aren't a counterattacking team. But I remember Gary Neville said this once, and, and this sort of struck me as someone who sort of sees the element of that in that side, is that counterattacking, you can counterattack even if you're in the opposition uh, final third. You can still counterattack from the final third of the pitch. And United, the, the idea is you're just breaking in possession on with speed. doesn't matter where you pick up the ball. The idea is, is you move it as quickly as possible and, and take your chance. And... Uh, you know, too often from United, they've been too spaced apart in attack. It's particularly the the first leg against Olympiacos was just awful, mm-hmm. um, and it was a totally different, uh, totally different team at Old Trafford. So, so I don't know. I don't know if if uh, Moyes changed something, but it's pretty positive. Do you like their chances? I don't know. No, I don't. I think uh, I'm going to go on the record. They will lose in Munich. <laughs> they will lose, yeah. but it'll be it'll be close. But I mean, it preserves be... the Bayern are vulnerable narrative, which is kind of. I know, I'm not supposed and to use I, that word anymore. but yeah. And I think they... You know what? Schweinsteiger's not playing. Javi Martinez is also suspended. Alcantara's not there. Their depth will be tested a bit, but they should be fine. Yeah. Moving on. Atletico Madrid won. Barcelona won. This game, uh, a great goal by Diego, but I think it was uh, more about the injuries in terms of Gerard Piquet and Diego Costa going out. Barcelona, with the, the news of this transfer ban and their future and just everything in a, in a microcosm... What are they going to do when they have to replace Victor Valdez and replace Carlos Puyol and and kind of shore up that team? What are they going to do in the summer? And it might be a cloud hanging over their head. Atletico did very well. That away goal is important. Camp News, not an easy place to play, obviously. Neymar got the uh, the monkey out his back with the goal as well. But this this tie to me is the one that's really, I could see it going either way. I really yeah. don't have a good feel on it. Uh, Atletico actually thought were pretty good. I know they were getting a lot of stick from the QLAs about being physical, but they always are when they they meet as they Barca. should be. As yeah, they should I mean, be. and then this is partly why we're seeing these like very low scoring games. Um, so you know, it was pretty cagey. The, the, obviously, the opening goal is one of those magical things that could have gone either way. It was right, just just an amazing goal. And, and Jose Pinto. Let's be yeah. honest here. I don't know what he was doing, hop stepping before the shot. Like he had yeah. no idea. <laughs> had no idea a shot was coming at all. Yeah. Which Still, I mean, you that Valdez injury is uh, kind of wasn't brushed off, but that's huge. That's yeah, a big loss. I don't know if you can hold him so so accountable, but yeah, it was it was it was bizarre. He got I his hand saying. to it. I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> so yeah, whatever. Uh. Next game, PSG 3, Chelsea 1. Whoa! Game of the week. Game of the week. Park de Princes is a very interesting place. The amount of cigarette smoking I saw in the stands was fantastic. I know I'm I am assuming several children were exposed to secondhand smoke, which, which is not good. But yeah. uh, Basically, PSG and Chelsea played the same game tactically, it looked to me. And the talent, which PSG, I think, has a little more of, won out. Zlatini Mihimic was a bit of a non-factor until he left with injury. Marco Verratti was very good, but he left with injury as well. 
two big losses. Ibra's out for four weeks. Three ones a big deficit. That Javier Pastore goal. Yeah, that, Frank, I mean that was the cherry on the Frank Lampard getting his ankles broken. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why this man is playing in games like this. Yeah. And I hope he goes to the World Cup so he can be finally sent to the glue factory for good because this is this is painful to watch. Yeah, this sort of uh, you know uh, victory lap is is sort of dissolving. Do you, do you buy uh, Jose Jose Mourinho starting Andre Schürrle as a protest because he has no forwards? Um, I don't know. No, because he, I, I, I could be wrong. I feel like Chelsea have done something like this before. There wasn't there like a big. I feel like we talked about a big marquee game where he had the obvious option in Torres and Torres and didn't select a striker. Maybe I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it was earlier this season. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but either way, it is a bit, bit odd. Yeah. Taylor excels on the wing. He's a very good player. But but yeah, it totally ties in with the you know the whole uh, speechy game. It, about... it, it reminds me of being a petulant child at Christmas, being like, "Buy me this present. I want this, Roman. You've bought him everything. Yeah. You bought him everything for a long time. You're telling me you can't make do with Torres and Eto and Dembaba. Yeah. It's a bit. Uh... Rich, if you want to use a pun, oh. from uh, from Jose. It's a little disappointing. Um, you know, not that we've ever pegged Jose Mourinho as a guy who does a lot with, with you know, cheap squads. He's not exactly like a Jurgen Klopp. So. No. But, uh, but that said, you know, yeah, this, like, using this season, and it seems, and I've written this before, it seems to be using this season as, like, a means to get more money out of Abramovich. Which is saying so that, bizarre to me. I don't, yeah. under, I don't, I would have thought that the conversation they had when he came back was, listen... Jose, this is how much you're going to get. Yeah. This is how much I have. We will spend in the summer. Cavani might come. Yeah. Maybe someone else. Maybe Diego Costa. Who knows? But for one year, you're going to have to make do. Yeah. To complain now seems very bizarre. And not. And he was in the post-match press conference kind of deride, deriding the fact that he didn't have that Zlatan or that Edison Cavani who could go out there and, and score goals. But, but the irony is he was like, uh, you know, kissing up uh, his, his defense on the weekend or whatever. And then what's what's going on here? You know, like fouls conceded in the box. David Luiz with a hilarious own goal situation uh, after conceding a foul. Like, And it's two games in a row where Crystal Palace is not an offensive dynamo. But yeah. they, had, they had chances to make that a 2-0, 3-0 game yeah. when they should have been on their back foot. Yeah. Something to think about with Chelsea going forward. I think now that the title race is gone, the microscope will uh, you know, tighten on them a lot. Last game, Real Madrid 3, Borussia Dortmund 0. <laughs> it's I, over. Oh, like... Man. <laughs> it's, I get a real feeling of sadness when I watch Borussia now because of the team they were, what could have been, half their, their starters are gone. You get the feeling this is the final ride for a lot of a lot of guys there, including Jurgen Klopp, who yeah. is going to be a hot a hot name in the summer. This when is teams... really stupid and cruel, but I did get a sense of like Wally with the Brawley sort of a moment right. when he right. was sort of adjusting his hood back and forth constantly in the rain. You know, like uh, watching his team just get that, that Travis song came on in my head. I'm like, <laughs> why does it always rain on Borussia Dortmund? That yeah. being said, Bayern Bayern kind of showed weaknesses. I think we can safely say that Real Madrid should be the the favorite in the clubhouse. This yeah. team from top to bottom is just. They're just too good. And I, I know said that, I, and I got sort of lambasted a little from the stats nerds about... Uh, it's true, and I, I don't know Steve Simmons here, but uh, but I mean, just the fact... Do you uh, even watch the games? Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Uh, no, I'm going the opposite route. Like, I'm like, <laughs> hey, Real Madrid, they score lots of goals. they got to be the favorites. They play total football. Yeah. They're great. Uh, no, and I, I see what you're saying, and I think Byron, to write them off after one game... It was away. Yeah, let's take that into account. But still, I mean, th- what, what, I don't even know the goal tally of Real Madrid. It's crazy it's how many goals they scored. Ronaldo has equaled Messi's record for Champions Champions League goals in a campaign, and he's still going to play quite a few more. So you'd have to think that he's going to break it. 
I know he went off with a knee injury. He didn't look that serious. Angelotti played it down after the after the game. Probably won't play this weekend, precautionary reasons. But this tie is all all but over. I've been on the record saying that PSG is is the team that I think is going to win. And look at you being vindicated. Right? And, well, so far, so good. We'll see. But I think you can make the argument that there are three teams and three locks that I could definitely see lifting the trophy. And they are Bayern, Real Madrid, and PSG. Disagree? Um, Well... Yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, part of me still thinks that Atletico is is my dark horse, and and they could sort of uh, stifle their way through it. Um, depends, obviously, uh, Costa, whatever. There's a few question marks there, um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I no, I don't disagree. I would say there's those are absolutely the the three favorites for sure. Short and sweet to the point. Hope we got, you got your fix. Uh, we'll be back next week, recap the second leg, and and talk about the the final four, March Madness style. But it's April. Wow. Yeah, there's no brackets in the in the Champions League. Thank God. Yeah, throw your brackets out. Throw your, throw <laughs> because your, throw they're yourself. literally useless. Throw yourself in the garbage while you're at it. Thank yeah. you for listening. Take care. Okay, bye. Like what you hear? Check out thescore.com/counterattack for more soccer goodness. Check us out on Twitter too at rwill and at decideevent. Go!